Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Divorce Dad Diaries. And I'm your host, Stéphane Jutra. This week, I'm really lucky to have another amazing guest on my show. Uh, we briefly talked last week and really just after a few minutes uh, chatting, I said like, you know what, I want to have this uh, this lady on my show to talk a bit more about uh, her journey and, and what she's doing at the moment. So uh, I'm really, really happy to have her on. Before I introduce her, just a little bit about her. Her name is Angela S. Walker and she's a relationship designer and certified coach. And she has over 10 years of experience in that field. So she has dedicated her life to helping singles and couples design relationship strategies that are comprehensive and customized for their specific relationships needs. So she has also created the coaching services that are more affordable to those who need relationship coach, but could never afford one. So welcome, Angela, and welcome to the Divorce Dad Diaries. And as I was saying before, it's really, really a pleasure to have you uh, with me today. We actually talked last week a little bit and you told me a little bit about yourself. And uh, I uh, I was actually reading the bio you sent me and really I have to say that you've been through quite a lot. <laughs> and uh, what I noticed and even talking with you is even after all that, you managed to basically get back up on your feet and just be successful now, have a business and, and doing the relationship uh, designers and, and coach. So so that's quite impressive. Uh, on Thank that you, front. Stefan. I appreciate you having me. Uh, it, it's so funny how things that have happened in my life that were horrific uh, has turned mm-hmm. around to actually be a help and assistance to so many people. Uh, mm-hmm. I was uh, married 14 years. The, four, the first 10 years were heaven on earth, in my opinion. I had it all, you know, house, houses, cars, uh, the children, vacations, yeah. you know, whatever you, you can think of. I had that. White and picket fence. The, yes, exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just the last four years was pretty much uh, hell on earth, you know. And mm-hmm. yeah, during that process of going through the divorce, because um, I am divorced, going through that process, um, I had to get to the place where I had to go to an emergency self-discovery journey. And what that looked like for me, it looked very ugly, Stefan, because I had to actually address the issues that I had in my life. I had to get to the point where I stopped pointing the finger at my ex and begin to look to see the part that I played in the relationship. Now, Mm -hmm. this is very difficult for most of us to do because no one wants to seem like they're the bad guy. Everyone wants to seem like they're the good person in any relationship. So when you have to look within yourself and be honest with yourself as to the role that you played in that relationship failure, now that could be something that that's not really good to look at. But it is necessary because I took that uh, step to do that self-discovery. Mm-hmm. I came out on the other side. Okay. I was able to be honest with myself. I was able to see the things that I know that I did that, that actually helped the marriage fall. And I can just be candid here uh, with you. Uh, mm-hmm. I have five children. One of my children uh, was born with cerebral palsy and I began to be the nurse to her, the unlicensed nurse, so to say. I wanted to know everything there, there was to know about her condition. And I, I dove into that situation. 
Now to a lot of people, they could say, you know, that sounds awesome. You know, a mother, you, you, you chose to be by your daughter's side to know everything about it. And you spent so much of your time there. But on the flip side of that, Stefan, I was neglecting my marriage. I was neglecting my marriage emotionally. I was neglecting my marriage even in a physical way. And yeah. this is the part that I play. This is where my truth come in. I can't speak for my ex. I can only speak for myself. And mm -hmm. one of the things that I do love about what you're doing is that you're bringing things to the forefront. Who would have ever thought, you know, I, 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 it's kind of comical to say, uh, because if you would have known me back then and know how much I was really ranting and raving against my ex, yeah. uh, who would ever thought that I would become a relationship designer slash coach and coach so many divorced men into mm -hmm. being positive and into finding the love of their life, the love that matches their life. You know, who would ever thought that? But it's just a That's pleasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure. And um, I'm excited to be here here. I'm excited to be able to talk to your audience about divorced men and dating and give tips and techniques on how they can go forward and do so. Yeah. And I think that's, and I mean, we, we talked a bit about it too. And I, I think people uh, like my listeners actually, uh, that was the, the goal when I started this podcast is really uh, to kind of, uh, uh, I mean, we know you know, there's a lot more divorce and, and men and women. And like I said, it was a bit the same thing on my side. I kind of started to look for answers out there and there wasn't much actually focus on men. So, so that was mm -hmm. a reason for that. I started this and that's why when I started talking to you, I was like, that would be a perfect opportunity because you got experience with actually relationships with men and women, and you've been through a divorce too as well. And, and to kind of also have another perspective as well on, on, on the whole relationship, Absolutely. because I mean, there's also this kind of a you know stereotype that uh, like you said the pointing the fingers uh you know <laughs> i didn't want just to have men on my show just complain about women which is not the case of this show obviously is to kind of have a discussion and see how we can improve everything so uh so that's why it's nice to to have you on i totally agree stefan you know the thing about it is during because of my profession now you know let me back up a minute mm -hmm. because i went through a divorce because it was so horrific for me um at the time of divorce i really felt numb all over i could not i was literally standing in disbelief as i walked back to my car from the from the courthouse yeah. i don't really know how i made it back to the car to be honest with mm -hmm. you it was it was it was so terrible for me and what I'm as I as a profession, I never gave up, even though those times were hard for me. I never gave up on love. I never stopped believing that love existed. I never uh, saw myself not being happily uh, ever after with someone else. I never gave up on it because one of the things that I like to teach uh, my clients and I'll talk to your audience about is love did not hurt you. Yeah. Love did not wound you. That person did. The situation did. Love will never hurt you. It's kind. It's gentle. Uh, a lot of times we just totally give up because we've been hurt and we've been wounded. When it comes to men, it's a totally different dynamic. And as you mentioned earlier, and it is very true, we do stereotype men. Uh, a lot of times the woman and men both have been divorced. And if a woman tells someone she's been divorced, you know, we, we begin to break out the champagne and, and we begin to say, Oh my God, what happened? Mm -hmm. What did he do? <laughs> but when a man say he's been divorced and he's divorced, you know, we get out the bat and we say, what did you do? Yeah, that's What true. did you, do? Uh -huh. you know, and, and, and I'm ashamed to say it as a woman, but I will just be honest. This is the truth. Mm -hmm. You know, this, it was, this is what happens to, 
a lot of men. And I want to talk about three things that men feel after divorce when it comes to dating. Um, If I can, Stefan. Thank you. One of the things is they really feel judged, as we're saying. They feel like when they go out here in society, they don't have anyone else to turn to. And they especially know they don't have a woman to turn to when it comes to that divorce. Uh, they, they, you know, even if the one, if the judge was a woman, they feel they don't have a fighting chance, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I mean, I see, I've seen, I see was my, a bit of my, my experience too at one point, uh, I mean, uh, to be in all fairness, I think, and maybe, I mean, here in Canada, I don't know if there's difference, uh, Canada, US or not. That was also the reason why even my lawyer uh, that I took initially was also a woman because I wanted also to have that perspective on it and not feel that, you know, it's kind of a, a bunch of men against uh, women and trying to get everything uh, on that front. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're not alone. You know, it, it, it's so many men that they tell me that as soon as they walked in there, they saw that the judge was a woman. Uh, they automatically felt like cases closed, mm-hmm. you know, that they did not have a fighting chance. And I, and this is not against women judges. I know that they are fair. Yeah. You know, they go by the law, not by their feelings. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't uh, erase the way the male feels when he walk in type in that, in, you know, inside of that type of situation. So, number one, they feel very judged. Uh, number two, they feel they have a feeling of guilt. They feel guilty. They feel like uh, everyone is perceiving them in a negative way. Uh, they feel as though um, if they begin to start dating, people will perceive that you've been messing around with this lady prior to a divorce. You know, it's, it's automatically stamped that no, this is not someone new after the divorce. You had to be fooling around with her prior to. Mm-hmm. So they feel in the feeling of uh, feeling guilty and and also. The guilt of saying, um, wow, you couldn't wait to start a new relationship. So they feel guilty. They're, they're, they're pretty much not want, they're hesitant yeah. um, to step out because they do not want someone to make them feel guilty about going out and doing, uh, being with someone new, especially if they have children. Yeah. And that's what I was about uh, to say too. It's, I mean, in my case mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of my friends too, we, I mean, we have children and I think we spoke a bit about that too as well. I pretty much have full custody of my children. And, uh, I think one thing as well on top of, I mean, for the relationship in general, or even as, as a man, every time you bring up that the kids are full time with me, uh, there's always kind of this look, kind of wondering why, I mean, a lot of times why they're not with their mother and they should be with their mother, which I agree. I mean, it should be a 50-50 and, and that, that would be the ideal case. But but there's always that kind of look, I don't know, almost feeling like I'm being a man basically or a divorced uh, man that, you know, having children is not, it's not right. <laughs> Or having full time like <laughs> children with you all the time is not right. It's so so that's a thing that uh, I've I've noticed at least on my side at uh, different occasion too. Yes, and it is a reality. You're talking reality. You're not trying to. You're not saying something that is not true. This is reality. Mm-hmm. You know, I work with clients uh, in your situation, and I often hear these same stories. Uh, there are fathers uh, that the judge saw fit. That that's a better fit to have the children full time, but yet society will still come down on it and say it should not be that way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it makes the men again, we're back to being judged. You know, yeah. everything is 
it looks down on the man. You know, and another thing, uh, Stefan, the feeling of uh, they feel ashamed. A lot of men feel like, how could I lose my family like that? Even if it is the wife's fault or or she's the one responsible for the loss of the family. Yeah. A lot of men, a lot of divorced men, and they feel the weight of that. Mm-hmm. They feel ashamed. They feel less than a man, if I can say that. Yeah, like because I guess, you couldn't yeah. save your family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think exactly. And and that's again, like you mentioned, you said it right about society and, and you know, men. And that's the thing. We, as men, the same thing as women, it's different. But as men, you're, there's always, again, that, uh, that notion that, you should be, you know, taking care of your family and you have kind of that a little bit in, inside of you. So when it doesn't work out, yeah, there's always a bit of a guilt of if there's nothing more that could have been done or or even talking about it. I think I mentioned that many times. I, again, on my side, it took a while before I opened up to friends. And because, again, it wasn't just, it wasn't really like a feeling of being ashamed, but it's not something you used to talk about. And, uh, so, you know, you used to talk about with friends and family and so you don't know how to do it. So a lot of times, I guess, you know, on my side, for example, you keep it inside you. And, and Stefan, this is very common, you know, believe it or not, a lot of divorced men, sometimes they feel alone. They feel like no one else is experiencing this. The good thing about what you're going through is yeah. that you do have people that you can talk to. You have friends that are going through the same thing. But a lot of times, a lot of men, they have to keep this to themselves because uh, they don't have people to turn to. They don't have people to talk to Mm -hmm. concerning this. And, you know, this is this is, again, such a big problem because being feeling judged, feeling guilty, feeling ashamed will keep you in prison and you would never go out and date. You would never go out and feel that you can is it possible that you can start a new with someone else? Is it possible that you can be happy once again? Is it possible? These are all the questions that uh, these men are asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a uh, relationship designer and coach, we work through those things because before you can begin to date Stefan, you have to put in the work. I often say putting in the work, like what lessons have you learned, yeah. you know, it, when it comes to that relationship or any relationship prior to, um, have you healed from it? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big deal. Have you really healed? Because if you haven't healed, you're going to bring all of that into a new relationship. And guess what? It's not going to work in that next relationship. And you would think that something's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You just haven't healed from the previous relationship. And, and that's a good you point. You have to put in the work. And that's a good point because, I mean, you mentioned initially, uh, you know, at one point you kind of, stop pointing the finger to the uh to the other side and start looking at yourself how i mean how did that happen what made that happen just just basically like taking some time to reflect on yourself or because it's something that's difficult and i think it's both sides i'm not saying obviously just for men men and women and when you're in a relationship and like you said when it fails you always tend to try to point finger to the other person uh but i guess yeah, I guess that's the part because that's the most easy. difficult to kind of stop pointing there and trying to looking at yourself and, and realizing like, you know, that it takes two, I guess, for a relationship. The, the, the part about healing, Stefan, mm-hmm. is you have to do that self-examination and you have to be honest with yourself. You ask, how do you do this? Because it could be hard to do because yes it is very easy it feels easier and it is easier to point the finger at the other person i was guilty of that and a lot of people are guilty mm-hmm. of that 
the way you stop pointing that finger is you do a self-examination and you basically look to yourself to see what role did I play? When you begin to look in the mirror, you can't look at someone else because you're staring yourself back in the face. Uh, this is how the healing begins by actually doing that self-examination and being honest with yourself in the role that you're playing and being able to forgive that other person for whatever mm-hmm. role that they played as well. Uh, if you continue to hold on to the hurt and the pain, you will never move forward. You have to be able to say, listen, just as I looked at myself and see that I had a role to play in it, then the failure of the marriage, they did also. So if you can forgive yourself, how come you can't forgive that other party? That is how you get through that healing process. Of course, it takes more layers than that. But just to give you the gist of it, that is how you begin to prepare to heal. And and you have to be able to look back on those lessons that you've learned. You have to have a, not only look back on them, yeah, learn yeah. from them, and yeah. then put in the work to prepare yeah. for someone new. E- would you agree with that? Yeah, no, I completely agree. And definitely not something something easy to do. But it, yeah, I guess you're right until you pass that point that, again, forgive. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you ever forgive completely, maybe, but uh, at least, you know, tend to forget or let things, you know, kind of look forward instead of looking back. Absolutely. And that was always my thing, too. Right. It's you can kind of lean on the past and just the blame and everything. But at one point you have to put that behind you and you have to say, okay, what do I do from now and to go forward? And you have to stuff on because if you desire to have a new relationship, it's mandatory. That's true. It is mandatory. You, 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 there's no, well, I won't forgive, but I'm going to start over here. It shows up. It yeah. shows up in the new relationship. It shows up. And once you put in the work, to get through the the um, feeling judged, the guilty, being ashamed, and and learning the lessons, and going through the healing process. That's the work that I'm talking about. When I work with my clients, we go through the work of it. And once you've gone through the work, guess what, Stefan? There's still work to do because now you're interested in going forward to begin to date. Well, I want to give your audience four things that I want them to pay attention to and make sure they do not actually apply when they're out dating the four biggest mistakes made when dating. And this is, this is particularly with divorced men. Uh, Number one to recognize the biggest mistake made is thinking that the other person is the ex. In other words, she's not her. Yeah. Have to realize that this new person did not hurt you. Uh, This new person is not going to love, clean, or make love to you like your ex did. Mm -hmm. The biggest mistakes that divorced men make is trying to compare, trying to uh, put the ex on top of this woman. Now, that could sound crazy because you think, well, why would they do that? They divorced. They're divorced. Why would they want any remembrance? But you would be surprised. You would be surprised uh, that they often... Yeah see the other person as her big mistake because the new person realizes what you're doing. Okay. And it's not, it's Mm -hmm. not a really good feeling. If you think that she hurt you like your ex, you're going to treat her. You're going to be in defense mode all the time because you're thinking she's her. She's not her. She and she's not, and you can't compare the Mm -hmm. styles. That's very true. 
right? Yeah, you don't want to maybe redo the same mistakes or yeah, I agree. absolutely not. Another thing is mm -hmm. recognizing that the new woman she's not your lawyer, so stop pleading your case and stop trying to convince her of what happened in your marriage. She's not your lawyer. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, all the conversation is geared towards what happened in the marriage. Well, she doesn't want to hear it. Even if you get trapped into her asking, well, what happened? You have to be careful with that. Uh, don't tell her, yeah. don't read the book to her. Just give her the introduction. <laughs> In other words, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, you don't have to plead your case. You don't have to defend what happened. You don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to try to convince her that you were the good guy in the situation. She's not your your mm -hmm. lawyer. Leave it at leave it at that. Another thing to recognize: she's not your pillow. The same. It sounds the same, but it's different. When you're recognizing her as your lawyer, it's almost like you're trying to convince her that you had no part, uh, no bad part in that failure of that marriage. You're trying to convince her otherwise. That feels like a lawyer. Yeah. You know, you're trying to defend yourself. What? She's not a pillow either. Stop crying on her shoulder. Uh, do not mm -hmm. use her as your pillow. Every time something uh, happens with you and the ex-wife, whether it's regarding the children, uh, whether it's regarding something she said that you did not like or made you feel uh, hurt or wounded, do not use her as that pillow to cry on. Now, there's a difference. I am not saying uh, do not talk to her. You can talk to anyone. And in fact, in a new relationship, you want to know that you can come to someone when you're feeling a little low, when you're feeling down, uh, when you're feeling confused. It's good to have a partner like that. But yeah. using her as a pillow, that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It, you just sound like you're whining and you're a, you're a big crybaby, if I, if I can say that. Uh -huh. uh, that's a big mistake that a lot of divorced men make when dating. Uh, another one is to know she's not a replacement mother to your children. Yeah, that's true. I know that, you know, we can make a habit of saying, well, let me see her personality. Let me see how she would be around my children. Let me see how my children relate to her. And yeah. I understand that. But what often happens is you forget that you need to see if she's a good fit for you. You're, you're so busy trying to make sure she's a good fit for your children you forgot about you mm -hmm. because yeah, she can be really good with children. Doesn't mean she's a good fit for you. You understand? There's a difference. Yeah, yeah there's a big and difference. And that's another big mistake divorce men make. You're trying to make her a replacement mother to your children. Well, you need to find out, does she have those qualities that you look for in a woman? Does she fit the bill that you're what you desire in a healthy and long lasting relationship? Does she fit up to that? Is she the one? Not mm -hmm. is she the mother for your children? Another big mistake. But that's a, uh, so. So, yeah, on that point, uh, maybe I have a question on that one. So how how do you I mean, obviously, you know, you meet someone new and how do you kind of uh, when you talk to your client, how do you incorporate the children's opinion? I mean, I might, you know, you might be with someone and really like that person and love that person. But let's say it doesn't work out with your children. I mean, how how do you take that or how uh, I mean, how important? How do I, um, how do yeah. I handle that? Yeah. OK, it, it is very important. Here, here's what I teach. Why, when it comes to your children, look for red flags. What mm -hmm. you're looking for are red flags. You're looking for those things that look like 
an abusive person. Yeah. You know, you're looking for things at, like uh, I don't think she liked kids at all. You know, mm-hmm. You're looking for red flags more so rather than can she be their replacement mother? But what about the opposite? What, what about the for. opposite? If you get the children, basically, uh, like obviously it's important that everybody gets along and everybody likes each other. But what happens if the opposite, uh, like the children are not too keen with the new uh, person that you mean or uh, that you met or, you know, uh, not that accepting or, I mean, there's even, I mean, there's some people I even know that, you know, they don't want to have anything to do with them. Uh, how, how, how would you, would you deal with something like that? Because obviously, well, you know, as a dad with children, it's also important that you <laughs> like the person, but it's also important that your kids love the person too. So <laughs> <laughs> I understand where you're going from, but here's a big misconception, Stefan. Yeah. You mentioned something that a lot of people mention, and I have to shed some light. Okay. You mentioned that it's important that everyone like each other. I disagree. It is okay. not important that everyone <laughs> like each other. What is important is everyone respect one another. Okay, yeah, and that's a point. A good point. And 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 here's that's a, that's the mistake that that is made, and that's why I said she's not a replacement mother. Of course, our children they they, they love their mother. Well, most children love their mother, and so you're looking a lot of divorced men. You're looking for that. And if your children doesn't like her, sort of say, you you end the relationship and you walk away. Yeah. Well, we also have to know our children, Stefan. We also have to know, well, maybe mom spoiled them. And this lady, she doesn't know you that well to know that every time she comes over, she needs to hand you a dollar bill or some ice cream, you know, <laughs> and, and now you don't like her. Or maybe your children are jealous. They feel that, number one, she's not their mother. Mm-hmm. So they have that little resentment towards her. Yeah. So, so when you try, when you end something or base something on the fact that oh, if my children do not like her, then she's not the one. Well, you could be wrong. Oh, you could well, be wrong. Definitely, yes, yes, definitely. You, you could be walking away from the woman that is perfect for you. But that's again I, where where the guilt comes on too. Sometimes, right? I mean, that's that's. Uh, I think that's where it, it comes down to. It's like again, you, you were talking about the guilt before, like the the marriage or relationship or anything, and now it's like the guilt about just making sure that everybody's happy. And maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it's you know it's, it's impossible. It's impossible. It's exactly. Impossible <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you take if you have one thing that you take away from today take take that away yeah. it is impossible and you will run yourself to the ground trying to make that possible yeah. again we don't have to like like one another but we do have to respect one another yeah that's very that true. is it's... it that is it focus mm-hmm. more on what what can you see yourself with her because Honestly, at the end of the day, when the children are all adults and they go on with their uh, their lives, you're you're going to be the one with her. Yeah. So so can you see yourself with her long term? <laughs> that is the that is the question. As long as she's respectful to your children, mm-hmm. that is all you could ask. Because, That's very true. You, you know, you, you can, it's funny. You know, I can talk about talk about women. You know, I am a woman, and you got you have a very good guest on today. I can I can shed some light on some things. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, as women, if you're de- if you're dating a uh, divorced man, and when it comes to their children, you're walking on thin ice. You uh, you you're walking a tightrope. In other okay. words, okay, you you do not want to feel like you are replacing their mother. You do not want them to 
resent you for trying to do that. You're yeah. very careful on the way uh, you're presenting yourself to the children, how you're interacting with the children. You also are making sure that you respect their mother. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times this is what the men, they do not understand. There is a dynamic going on between the women that you you, you don't have an idea about yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, that's going on. And the woman is trying to be respectful. So if you see that she's not throwing herself all over your children, there's a reason why she's being cautious and she's making sure that she doesn't present herself in the wrong way. Yeah. And I guess the same can, uh, I mean, we're talking about children, but the same can apply with uh, if you meet someone with children as well, right? Like you said, you can't tease everyone, but obviously if there's another set of children that gets in the picture, that also adds another, uh, another layer to it. But I I think, I think that's that's another conversation totally the blended family, but yes, that's another podcast. (laughs) That's true. Maybe we could talk about that next time. Uh, That would be great. But uh, yeah, for sure. It's, uh, but I think, I think the key thing, and I I love what you said. I think at the end of the day, you're right. Is, is, you know, it's like anything. It's like when you're a group of people, group of friends or, or with adults or anything else, right? At the end of the day, it's a question of respect. I mean, you might not like someone or agree with someone or, but I think as long as respect is there, I think that's, uh, that's kind of the key there. And, and it's new for everyone, I think too. And that's the thing everybody has to kind of get used to, uh, uh, the new reality, I guess. And like you said, at the end of the day, uh, it's the, uh, mom and dad that will end up uh, together when the kids are leave the, <laughs> leave the house. So <laughs> never forget that. <laughs> so that's stop true. looking that's... the other way. Always say, Hey, is, is, is this a fit for me? You know, it, yeah. it's funny stuff you know, this is a hot topic, believe it or not. And I, I have a, I have an upcoming masterclass for divorced men and dating August okay. 8th. And I'll send you the link to oh, that. Yeah, please, so you please, can yes. show notes, but I'm it. definitely having yeah. a masterclass. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Because it's a hot topic. It needs to be discussed. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, I do seminars and I do masterclasses and it's blended. But a lot of times uh, talking to men only, you know, is more effective because they are, they tend to, uh, shell up when other people and other women are in the group but when it's men they they come out the shell and they begin to talk about these issues okay that's interesting okay yeah no no i would love that yeah for sure i i, I will attend for sure so you send me the okay. link and i'll post it there and definitely that that will be interesting for sure thank you but uh wow okay very insightful i have to say and uh <laughs> yes yeah, so hey so the four biggest mistakes keep in mind she's not her yeah she's not your lawyer she's not your pillow and she's not a replacement mother to your children that's very true i think if you go with that uh yeah it's already a very good start so that's true <laughs> interesting yes good good that was that was quite amazing i think we spoke Thank for you. at least a good half hour on on that uh, on that topic so so that's great um, it was amazing it was great Yes, yes. Really, I want to thank you. I mean, uh, really, really, uh, first of all, accept to come on a podcast and talk about it. And, and, and like I said, I really wanted to have uh, maybe another perspective. And I think you brought up very good points, very interesting, and a lot of, a lot of the things to uh, think about after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Great. Uh, I'm glad. Definitely appreciated that. And, uh, and uh, I, really hope, I really hope to have you on uh, another time, too and maybe hey, touch upon another my, topic. If you have my information, just reach out and we can, whatever uh, topic you want to discuss, let's go for it. We can do it because Perfect. as again, it, it's a very hot topic and people tend to actually excuse divorced men and, you know, uh, look over them, but no, mm-hmm. they're important as well. Yeah, I guess it's it's a matter of, uh, I think, opening up too. And I think there's maybe more and more men that open up a little bit too. I mean, before, like we, we said at the beginning, uh, it's 
I mean, we t- I mean, I can talk for myself. You kind of tend to close yourself and not talk about those things because, again, it wasn't really seen as men talk about that. It's like, you know, men and emotions and stuff. And mm-hmm. so, uh, but uh, I think there's more and more and I see it on my side as well. I see the people that are actually listening to, to the show and the discussion I have with friends and it's becoming more and more... Uh, uh, you know, more and more discussion and more and more open about that. So that's why it's it's definitely a great thing to uh, to have those topics there. So absolutely, so sure. and you keep up the good work is is needed in the platform. I appreciate you allowing me to step on your platform and share my thoughts and my ideas. For sure, and and you know what? Just before we wrap up, uh, I know uh, I know I'll put all your information on my webpage and you know where people can find you and email you and 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 your bio on there as well. But just before we wrap up, I don't know if you want to add anything or what's the best way to contact you uh, if okay, ever there's sure. questions or anything. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, the best way to contact me, uh, I often uh, tell people to go to my Instagram because I put a lot of relationship tips and techniques. Uh, daily I post. Okay. Uh, my Instagram name is Angela.S.Walker. And if you click in the bio there, Stefan, all my yeah. services are there. My freebies are there. But Perfect. what I would like to leave uh, with your audience is this. To remember, the only thing you need to settle for is less dessert. That's true. <laughs> I saw, I, actually, I saw that on your, on your, uh, on, on your Facebook group, which I love. And uh, I saw I, it, I, it made me smile. I really like that. that that's <laughs> definitely, definitely true. So <laughs> it's hard to do, but yeah, it's the only thing you should do with it. <laughs> definitely. Well, thank you so much again for joining. And uh, definitely was, again, it was really a very good information and a pleasure for that. So. My pleasure. And that's all for this week. As always, if you have any questions, comments or even suggestions please don't hesitate to send me an email at divorcedaddiaries at gmail.com and as always i can be reached uh, on facebook i have a facebook page that you can join and post on there if you want uh, the divorce dad diaries also have a twitter account if you prefer that you can reach out to me there or instagram as well so please don't hesitate and also uh, if you uh, want to be the first ones to be notified for the next episode you can go on your favorite uh, podcast platform on itunes spotify uh, pretty much everywhere and you can subscribe to my podcast so that way if you subscribe you'll get a notification for all the next episodes also if you don't mind spending maybe a minute or two you can also leave a rating and a comment as well a review on itunes uh, or spotify or again whichever platform you use that will be really really appreciated so i hope you all have a nice week and also everybody stay safe and i'll see you all in the next episode take care bye bye